wanted to do a quick follow-up from last show. Because after last show, that's when we talked about Kalimba, and then you and I went and played like 12 levels of the multiplayer. Do you want to introduce the show first? No. All right. We're just going. Go. Welcome to a new episode of Watch. Shut up, Ari. <laughs> yeah. Indie, video game, something, curation. We, haven't, we have oh, no yeah, tagline. Oh, yeah. We were supposed to come up with a tagline. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm Joey. Yeah, I'm Ari. And we're going to talk about some games. Kalimba multiplayer. Yeah. Was fucking awesome. It was great. <laughs> I did not know that that's what that was. I, I uh, So just to catch up, after the last show, I we sat and played a good amount of single player. Um just to show me what it was, because I hadn't played any of it. And so I played probably like eight levels, something like that. Mm-hmm. We'd just go back and forth. Enough to get to a boss and then switch a couple off. more. Yeah, it was, it, so got a good sense, and then we jumped into the multiplayer, which is a co-op. Which, what I thought that was, because you're controlling two dudes in single player, I thought, all right, well, maybe you each control one, one side of this brain or, uh, yeah. or whatever, but it ends up being you're both controlling two sets. Which completely like they had to design levels specifically for the multiplayer half of this, yeah, and it works so good, and it's so bizarre, and it's like you have sections where you have to figure out how to alternately stack your guys, and then you all have to do like a quadruple jump together, which is like alternating between the two players. There was a lot of one, two, <laughs> three, jump, or one, two, jump. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I thought we were doing on three. No, after three. No, on jump. You idiot. <laughs> uh, it's so good though, and I it just those levels are really well designed though. They yeah. feel like that could have been a, its own game. The multiplayer. The part? multiplayer. Yeah. 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 But um, still a strong recommendation. I just wanted to throw that in here because I had no idea what multiplayer was before uh, we did that. I feel like there's more multiplayer, too, that we didn't even see. Like, there were other modes, possibly. There, oh, like, not just co-op or something? Oh, maybe. I don't remember. We'll do another (laughs) (laughs) follow-up. Every episode will be a Kalimba follow-up. Yeah. But you came away from it liking it. I liked it. Yeah, I really, really liked it. Um, Strangely enough... The video card that I had didn't play it, so <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I keep meaning to get a new one, but the one I want is constantly out of stock. The ten seventies, yeah, I want the ten seventy. Yeah, go ten eighty. Come on, it's not like just do it. No Ari. reason for it. Just, it's because it's better. Already getting the ten seventy is like too much money. It's more than two Playstations at this point. I think uh, is it four hundred? It's four hundred. Wow. No, it's four fifty because they don't sell it MSRP anywhere, is and I've it... even seen it sell for five like ten. Is it five hundred for the ten eighty? No, because the ten eighty well MSRP and what you can actually get. What's it for MSRP at ten eighties? I think it's like five hundred. Well, get a fucking ten eighty, but you, you can't because the ten eighties are like six fifty. Well, wait till you get it. And but get that's a gonna be like Christmas. I don't want to wait till Christmas to freaking play, to play Kalimba. <laughs> XCOM two and Kalimba. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So I'm gonna wait till this actually gets in stock. The one that I want of it, because, you know, there's like a million variations of the same card. I don't, but you've... Yeah. Oh, so they, they third parties, you know, like MSI and um, all these other companies make their own variation that has different fans and are overclocked in different ways. I want the one that glows. They all glow. Oh, all of them, Joey. Yes. Yeah. They're not going to sell a fucking glows. $400 that GPU glow. that doesn't glow. <laughs> Who's going to buy that crap? Get your head out of your ass. <laughs> yeah. All uh, right. Well, I... Now they released all those cheapo ones too, so I'm hoping that that drives the price down of the big guys, like ATIs or something. Or no, not ATIs, not the cheap one. Uh, well, 
AMD. Even NVIDIA uh, just came out with a cheap one. Cheap one in quotes that's 250 MSRP. And well, what's the difference between AMD, a 200 and 400 dollar one? It's just how long it will last, and like the uh, like rotating, glowing, like changes glows. It yeah, it it like shoots out lasers onto the case instead Ooh. of just being in the case. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's like. Does that have a custom LED you can change? Do you want to be able to play like 4K games? Well, none of them will. <laughs> Maybe the 1080 will be like somewhat okay at 4K. 4K games, games don't really exist. They, not yet. Ah. But this is like future proofing. Ah. Uh, so like the $200 ones, there's zero chance they will. The 1070s, the $400 ones, they'll probably play some 4K, like okay. 1080 will be decent. It, it'll be functional for 4K. Then it's also things like for um, VR, the $200 ones will be playable, but not great. Well, you don't the 1070 will be f- totally fine. You should get the 1070. Well, the 980s fine. And the more and, than fine. And the $200 ones are better than the 980. Yeah, or like they're about on par. Okay, slightly better in certain. Well, ways, then you got to get a VR thing. Well, that's what I'm waiting till there's games. But now you've gotten a game that actually I wanted to play for longer than 10 minutes by myself, which is raw data. Which is raw data, and and actually it makes me think a lot more about it. Yeah. But, so you'd be into the Vive camp then if you got one. A hundred percent. I yeah. mean, there was never a, even, even though I haven't seen the VR, PlayStation VR yet. Yeah, it still looks so much less interesting than the Vive. Well, most I I've not really played any seated VR stuff, but that's what I started doing with um, the Gear the VR, gear. and that's when I started getting sick. Yeah. So when it's not like room scale or whatever, raw it, raw data, you're zooming around the level. And it felt totally fine. But it's teleportation. Yeah. Teleportation's the way to do it. It has that weird, like, smear. It, it wasn't just like you'd pop there like most. It was like you'd see yourself sliding over to it really, really fast in, like, a fraction of a fast. second. Yeah. Yeah. But something about that, I felt totally fine. I felt like an X-Man. <laughs> like, <to teleporting laughs> like Nightcrawler right Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Raw Data is another, like, wave-based survival shooter game. But... With a shitload of co- like great paint on top of it, so so like satisfying feeling. Like, yeah, <laughs> you duck bullets, but you also can like you samurai sword people in half, and you can just like punch robots. <laughs> For a while there, I didn't know that you had a gun because I skipped the tutorial. I was like, ah, I could figure this out, <laughs> and so I was just like punching <laughs> yeah. and <laughs> boxing these robots, which is real shitty. It's a weird Rock'em Sock'em remake. I had fun doing it, but it was like, I looked like a moron probably. Thank God you guys were in the other room. Uh, and then I, I would like put my hand over to my side and I was just holding a clip of ammo. Like, <laughs> this is seems real mean. <laughs> he just gave me ammo. So you just got to like flick your thumb off really quickly off the top there. <laughs> I tried that. I was like, what can I do with this? I tried throwing it. You can't let go of it. Yeah, yeah. And then after maybe like 20 minutes, I put my hand down the other side, my other hand down next you to finally my... Finally your gun out. out. Hey, a gun. <laughs> hey, no more punching for me. Oh, that's so funny. It was great. I bet... Uh, I really, really liked the way that they handled reloading in that. There's something about it that it's just way more satisfying than just, like, hitting a reload button, where you have your gun in your right hand, and you have to reach down to, like, your left pocket 
and grab, and then you hold up a clip, and then you and touch them together shove and shove it into shove the, the other clip one. in. Yeah, it's so good. It, it reminded me like a much better version of Time Crisis, yeah, where you yeah. like have to shoot or like reload down off the screen. Mm-hmm. It was like one extra step to reload that gave it a much better feeling. Yeah, and it's it, even more so than just time crisising and then you're still zooming around the level and you can punch pull out a robot. katana punching robots um i have not gotten very far into it i for whatever reason i rarely play vr shit by myself like it's hey kim that's, come that's check the this first out. game though that i i would want to play by myself raw data would be. raw data mm-hmm. because the other ones are like they're funny experiences so they're great to experience with other people mm-hmm. like job simulator is a great game but it's so much more fun if other people are there seeing like, what you're doing. Being like, hey, now toss that plate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> cool. <laughs> eat that bread. <laughs> yeah. I I think uh it gives me hope seeing how well the traversal felt in raw data that someone or they're gonna keep iterating on that and figuring out how to make like real feeling games. Yeah, the, the I'd say the one bummer for me about raw data and it's it's really just a dumb complaint is that there's a lot of pixelation when yeah. playing on the Vive. Like when you're watching it from the outside on just a computer and it's sm- super smooth and there's no pixelation or pixel drag or anything, it, it it makes it even like more depressing when you put it on and it looks like a PlayStation 2 game almost at some points. It's probably the fidelity of those screens yeah, or something. That's just, yeah, that's just the, the limitations of the device right now. But you're still moving around so fast. Like I, I almost forget that at a certain point. Like if you just buy into the VR-ness of it, yeah. I, I don't even really notice. I think it's just because they, the, the art style of it is an art style that I've only seen these days in AAA games. You know, it's very, oh, yeah. like, um, polished um, science future tech looking. Very, like, Android Netrunner. Yeah, so if yeah. they if they had, uh, you know, done a cartoony look, maybe it wouldn't have been as big a thing, you know? Cause I'm but, not... I, yeah, that would have ruined, like, the, the ambiance. That's true. It would have been a much different game. Yeah. You don't have, like, you wouldn't have the terror of turning around and being, holy shit, there's a robot. <laughs> that did happen to me. Holy shit. Because like, they have these really, like, mean, stoic faces. Just, they look like those, like, no masks almost, or like uh, Tengu masks minus the nose, like those. Tengu uh, masks? Like the, the Japanese, um, like, uh, drama masks, where it's, or like the samurai masks, you know, that you see oh, in, like, a suit yeah, of yeah, samurai yeah. armor, mm-hmm. where it's just, like, like, really gnarly looking demon face. Right. Uh, they kind of look like that, where it's like frozen into this like very angry, snarly dude yeah. who's standing right behind you, Jesus, <laughs> ready fuck. to punch you in the face. Uh, but yeah, it's good. I'm, I've been meaning to go back to that. Um, One thing I did notice by trying to just punch them for a while is you can block their punches. You can, yeah, with what? With your arm. Oh, huh. You shouldn't do that. You should shoot them. <laughs> you should not get that close. Yeah, <laughs> but. It was cool. <clears throat> I don't. I. I don't know if you've watched the trailer again since you've played it. No. But you end up getting like beefed like, up, t- psychic powers and shit. Like you can whip people around by like. You're like, a Jedi. Yes, some shit like that. So That's you. That's cool. I think once you get past like the tutorial level, which I haven't, <laughs> um, you get like a bunch of really cool shit to play with. So that's it's exciting. That's cool. I used to love those Jedi games, the uh, Star Wars game. Star, yeah, Star Wars games. Star Trek? No, Star Wars, man. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't. 
You never played any of the Star Wars games where you're like a. There was a whole bunch of them. Some of yeah, them yeah, were yeah. shittier, but um, where you're you're like Dark Forces was that one of them? I think that was a sequel to one of them. Yeah, those were. They were okay. Where you like get beef? You get beefier and beefier. Where you get more and more force power, and you just like some of it. You're stealthing around. You some mean midichlorians? Yeah, I, that's exactly what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, those were fun. I I like to feel like I can throw people, especially <laughs> angry robots. You can though in real life. That's true, but like, no I'd hurt my back. <laughs> yeah, that's like... true. Are getting old. There, you would get back issues at that point. Um, so that that actually is on one of my list of stuff I bought recently. Uh, raw data. Um, I also wanted to bring up. I bought the the season pass for Fallout Four. Even though I, I think still, you mentioned that last episode too. I was going to, and I oh, did okay. because I found it for like fifteen dollars off. Still have not really played Fallout Four. I loaded it up trying to play it off Steam Link, but it was like this requires a keyboard, which seemed weird to me because that is weird. I think it may have just been like an issue with the Valve uh, or the Steam overlay or something. But it said you need to launch it because I was sitting there. Maybe with the that's Steam like controller. their emergency uh, exit, like. Uh, we didn't work out all the bugs, so you need a keyboard just in case shit goes real wrong. Yeah, I, guess, I don't know. It just seems strange. but So I ha- still <laughs> haven't really played it. I tried to mess around um, mess around in it, and it was like too far away in in our room here because Kim was watching Olympics in the in the main TV room. Yeah. And I was trying Steam Link Fallout 4 in the bedroom here yeah. and just didn't get very far in it. But That's a bummer. Uh, I'm still planning on it. Um, that reminds me, just talking about uh, Steam peripherals and stuff like that did you hear that they opened up the vr camera things that come with the uh vive so that third party can start producing peripherals for it the camera thing you know like the sensors that see your your hands yeah so now third party peripherals can start coming out for that oh like a plastic gun or something yeah like valve i guess valve has more control than um than htc because they were just like where it's not open source, but it they're making it accessible to other devs, hmm. yeah, which is really neat. Though they also did that for the Steam controller, and no one's made fucking shit. For <laughs> yeah, it, so uh, the Steam controller is. I keep wavering on whether or not I like it. I, I just feel like I'm never going to use it enough to really like it that much, but it's still fine. The bummer is the Steam Link is set up perfectly. You just plug in the dongle for the steam controller and it works right away yeah i tried to do that with like the xbox one adapter and fucking nothing huh there's a thing that you can do and they they actually say in the setup you have to buy this thing called like virtual here that will let you use usb devices plugged into your main machine through the the steam link but it's another 20 dollar like third party software so i haven't gotten it yet but i was you know finally messing around with the steam link with olympic shit on so 20 dollars to use your controller through like it treats the you gotta get the steam link hooked up with the a projector i know yeah we have we haven't really set the projector back up since yeah but it's been okay on wireless they say they strongly recommend doing it um with what is that not coax um ethernet cable is that what it is ethernet yeah the internet yeah yeah they strongly recommend that the steam link be hardwired into your router or your cable modem hmm um, but I'm too far. Hmm. Um, th- that cable's super cheap. I just don't really want to run a permanent one from down the hall. But it's been okay with the the wireless so far. That's cool. Which 
I, I can feel like really quick reaction games. I can feel a little like it feels like you're kind of moving through mud. Like when I was scrolling around in Fallout 4 I, or like looking around, I felt like it was just like a fraction behind where I was looking. But I couldn't tell if that was because of the Steam controller or because of latency <laughs> or what. Yeah. Um, I, also, there's one other thing I, I just got yesterday. haven't played it yet, but I wanted to bring it up to you. Do you remember the game Slain? Mm-mm. It was that heavy metal pixel side-scrolling. Well, like, check out this art. It's fucking amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. It seemed like they had the heavy metal first and then came up with the game after that. Right. And yeah. it looked incredible and then it came out because i had my eye on it for a really long time and then it came out and reviews were pretty bad mixed or worse mixed or mostly negative yeah for the way it controlled and you actually brought up looking at the the trailer you're like this doesn't look like it would be fun to play yeah and that's kind of what all the reviews were saying so they just brought out it's called slain back from hell so they re-released it like they they Essentially took down the old one, but like if you bought the original, you still have this. Yeah. And re-release it as slain back from hell. They apparently took all this feedback, and instead of just being like, like shitty and like you guys are wrong. Yeah, they re completely revamped the combat and the control. Wow. And brought out like a two point of it. That's great. Yeah, and now the reviews are going back up. That's great. That's so it's so like good. they actually took the feedback from all these reviews. They put in a couple new like enemies and bosses and stuff, brought out 2.0, and there's like, hey, if you bought the original, we're going to give you an uh, extra copy to give to somebody. And um, Slaying Back from Hell was on sale yesterday, so I bought it finally. And like, it still has that thing where it's like, overall, it's mixed. Yeah. But recent, it's mostly positive. It's good, yeah. So I think they're, they're like, they didn't do the shitty thing of bringing out like a different game to wipe their score like they're actually like and people have recognized that which i liked is that they're just like hey they took the feedback and they're trying to make the game better well i think that's a really easy one to do that with because what they'd spent all the time in and makes the game really cool which is the art and the style and the music they don't have to do much to yeah you know they but i'm sure it took time to reconfigure the the fighting but I, I kind of wish I played the original because I was really like looking forward to it coming out, and then it came out wasn't on sale, and the reviews were really bad, and I was like, I'll just hold off. Um, but now it's it's only this version, and I just thought that was kind of a neat turnaround, especially for something that was getting shit panned, and now people are like, no, this is actually like good now. Yeah. So that's very cool. Yeah, I suppose you spent so much time on that too, like. You, you like you have all those assets and all that art and all that stuff like had to take forever let's tweak and there's still like no one's complaining about that you know no one's right, saying like right. the art sucks they i read a post um i think it was rock paper shotgun about it because i was digging deeper trying to figure out what was new yeah and apparently it was a kickstarter game okay and the devs were like 10 months behind schedule as games happen so they were just going to bring it out and then patch. Mostly because it's like people really want this to come out. Yeah. And I think they were like, they, jumped they the knew they weren't quite done, but brought it out anyway. And then saw that, you know, that they made the wrong decision and then went back in and completely redesigned a lot of like the core mechanic of it, which is cool. Yeah. I wonder if that's just because it was kickstarted. They have such like a closer connection to the people who are buying the game. 
they felt more owner like responsibility to them to get it out you mean no to or to fix make it, it better oh yeah, yeah maybe. it's like uh, we know the people who give us money for this we mm-hmm. see their names yeah yeah so and we get the the direct complaints from them because i feel like someone's gonna be much more likely to post a comment on a kickstarter than they would to actually send out uh email to a dev so yeah that's probably true they had a closer connection but that's that's still i mean Lord knows there's been enough Kickstarters who, A, don't come out with anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> or as soon as comments come, they just, like, disappear and don't talk to anyone. Or they're Star Citizen or whatever. Was that Star Citizen? The game that's, like, made a billion dollars and it's, like, a oh, hundred yeah. other games? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what, what that thing's doing these days. Doesn't matter. You want to buy a $1,000 yeah. spaceship? People got their money. Yeah. They're still taking orders for it. <laughs> Do you want to talk about any 20 minutes or anything? Um, actually, no, because all the games that I've been playing recently, I've liked a lot. Oh, good. Um, I got some quick alphas before we get in, then, if you want. Um, I could talk about... I'll talk about one game that wasn't, like, <laughs> that great, but I I enjoyed it, and I've been playing it a little bit recently. Okay. It's just kind of interesting, um, and it was a press game, so might as well talk about it. Okay. <laughs> is this in 20 minutes or less no 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 it's okay. not that's okay. why i, I it, it's a it's it's a game that i'll i probably only put in 20 minutes or less but <laughs> okay. i I'd, I'd say i'd probably go back to okay um and since they were cool enough to give us a free copy and it, i thought it was neat enough okay. um talk about which is button frenzy Did oh, you okay play it i just installed it i haven't played it yet. okay it's fun it's like simon with your controller yeah you're just going through like long complicated sequences as quick as possible it's it, it, yeah, it's it's uh, it's the the way that I described it when I was playing it was a rhythm game without a rhythm game. <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm. like playing uh, Guitar Hero, but you don't actually have to hit the rhythm. You're just trying to hit the the sequence. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's definitely. I think you'll like it a lot. Okay. Because I'll, I'll be really good at it. <laughs> I think. Yeah, but like no one will care. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I I think it's uh it's probably one that's really fun with other people too. Cause right, I played right. it by myself. That and, one would be fun to play. The more drunk you get, like the harder it gets. Yeah, and <laughs> and you just like pass the controller around. It's like okay, now I want to do it, and like did it like oh fuck. Um, you know, there's different modes where it's like there's a memory mode where it does longer and longer sequences. Um, and there's just like follow what it's telling you mode where it's going quickly and oh, you okay. gotta hit the buttons. Um. But it's it's pretty simple. You just see like, you know, uh, some uh, flashing stuff on the screen. There's not like complex graphics. So, like <laughs> okay. the music's good. Pretty is is pretty decent. Um, but I just it was a lot of fun. It's it's almost like, you know how like for board games there's party games mm-hmm. which are like Dixit or like Apples to Apples or something where it's like you don't have to explain anything to anyone. Everyone can just jump in and have fun with it, no matter right. what age they are. That's how I felt about this game. Okay. It's not definitely not a hardcore game. Yeah, that's that's the vibe I got like requesting access for it. It seemed like it would be like a neat novel. It's not a very expensive thing either. I think they know what they're making. Yeah, I I, I think that's right. It probably didn't take them a crazy amount of time to make. Um it was a good idea that uh you know, they weren't reinventing uh or they weren't inventing something totally new here. They right. were kind of doing their own spin which shockingly didn't really exist. I think rhythm games kind of clogged up that whole area of people's minds where they just thought if they're doing that, it's a rhythm game. Yeah. And the fact yeah. they took out the rhythm aspect, even though it like takes it back one step, 
would actually made something different than all the other rhythm games. So, do you think sequences like in God of War where you're press X here? Do you think that those sequences would be better if they were these long, complicated <laughs> strings that were hard to get through? I think for Joey's, <laughs> I think for you, <laughs> okay. I think most people who play God of War would be like, "Fuck this nerd bullshit! <laughs> I just want to cut someone's head off. Just rip the eye Kratos out." Kratos looks <laughs> jacked, man. Look at me, I'm jacked. <laughs> So Just crush a beer can on your head. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Jack, man. I'm jacked. <laughs> Ow, mom. <laughs> what did I tell you about beer cans, honey? They're dangerous. <laughs> Kiss it, make it better. I, I, I cut myself with a beer can again. <laughs> it's okay, Jimmy. <laughs> so, yeah. By the way, you have the morning shift at the gas station. <laughs> I, uh, I also played through the entire Pony Island. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Did I, you finish it? I'm almost done. Okay. I like it a lot. Yeah, me too. It's 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 definitely uh, style over substance. My uh, my first note <laughs> after mouse and keyboard because I just remind myself the interface. Yeah. Was just uh what amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a very special thing and i think it's better the more you don't know yeah going into it that's why i didn't want to do a full marquee game because yeah. it's worthy of it yeah but the more you talk about it it's like please don't touch anything like i really don't want to talk about it other than just in the in the vagueness I, there was more um there's more game to it than i was expecting like game game like a puzzle there is but it's 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 kind it's of the like same. the fake coding stuff yeah but it's the, it kind of repeats the same devices. Right. It ramps it up a little bit with the puzzling. Um, I think what it does really well is it, it's it's probably one of the best storytelling games. Yeah. Where it still feels like a game mm-hmm. because of that stuff. Not a great game, but it feels like a game. But it, it uses that to tell a story in such an... Like, I think this... I'd much, much rather play this than, like, a Gone Home. Really? Yeah. Like, I think this tells a story so much better, and it happens to be a story I like so much better. <laughs> yeah. It's very cool. I... That that game felt like it was made for me. Like, it has, like, a the great It's a lot of, of elements yeah. that are just very It ticks satisfying. a lot of good boxes. So, um, if you haven't played po- Pony Island... Uh, it's, it's not very long. Maybe, like, four or five hours. Yeah. It's it's very good, though. I like Really it good. Lot. Yeah. It's keyboard, mouse only. But it makes sense. It does make sense. It, well, it makes sense. It that you being like at the keyboard is there's there's like jokes or like me- mechanics that work only because you're sitting at a keyboard. I maybe like where it. Yeah, I, to I spoil one where you're typing and then it's not typing the letters that you're typing. It's yeah, saying what it wants you to say. That's. I agree. I I still it could have been tweaked a little bit more. I like um, it a lot. <laughs> no, I, I think it's awesome. It wasn't that big of an inconvenience. Um, but the game, it has a lot of weird art. It has a lot of weird writing. Ponies. Ponies. A lot of ponies. Yeah. It doesn't It doesn't mislead you. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sort fuck of. ton of ponies. That's a tough game. Like I, I saw the trailer and I could tell like there was the weirdness. But I felt like they tried to not really go too in de- depth on what the weirdness was at the start yeah but then like probably when it didn't sell any they they did another trailer that shows a little bit more of the rabbit hole i think it would be amazing if like if you bought secrets of the magic crystal Mm. that's what it would recommend you 
It's like <laughs> if Steam didn't do a good job of really figuring out what this game was like, oh, you love horses. Here's a pony game. Well, it might because I think everyone owns Magic Crystal <laughs> at this point. Magic. So <laughs> We're gifted it by yeah. some asshole. He's like, oh, you love this now. <laughs> Named Ari. Yeah, I did that to everyone. <laughs> I, I think I also have that on my phone because it was part of a Android Humble pack. <laughs> that you bought specifically for that day? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I actually loaded it for the cards because when I was doing like card... Just letting yeah. card idling back when cards were actually worth doing that for doing that getting like for, twenty yeah. cents a piece, especially for dumb shit like Magic Crystal. Because like, hey, it's funny. Look, I got the badge for Magic Crystal. Get like a dollar out of the cards, but I played like maybe five minutes of it. It's a fucking terrible game. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even you. like a good terrible game. <laughs> <laughs> so even if you were super into ponies and Magic Crystal, you do would not recommend. It. Yeah, there was a game that just recently came out that looked like Pocket Card Jockey without the solitaire. Yeah, and I was interested in that <laughs> because they're like, this is the 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 world's best or the world's most recognized horse racing management sim i'm like of course it is because no one's making horse racing well, management so i fucking hate dave and busters i just think it's super shitty yeah but the one thing that i love there is that at every single one they have the sega horse racing machine the one with the actual horse it has like 10 different spots where you can sit down and then you raise your horse by giving it like carrots and you 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 get a card that you can save your information on oh too. really yeah wow. so it has like your jockey history that's and like funny. you pick your horse and you feed it carrots or you hit it with a stick and like you, is it is, it's not the machine that has the physical horse. You no, no, on. you're not like sitting on it and like jerking up and down the stupid. I've horse seen thing. that one. That's different. Okay, that one it's fun I for love different reasons. But this one is like it's a freaking horse racing sim, and then you race them against all the other people. And it, because it but has a card, it's just you because no one else is playing. I'm the only one playing that. <laughs> Once in a while, there'll be like some cholo dude would be like, "Yo, horses, okay, we could do this," and he'd be like, "This is whack bullshit." Like, <laughs> I'd be like, "Yep, I'm gonna sit here and put another twenty bucks in." Oh, uh, that's. I would probably play that though. That sounds fun. It's the only thing I like at David Buster's, <laughs> and it's also the only place that has it. Yeah, outside of Japan, probably. Uh, I, you, you haven't played Pocket Card Jockey, right? No, because it does. It's not on uh, oh, anything right. it's, but it's only 3ds. 3ds, yeah. Uh, I'm. I have that thing on my wish list, the the number one jockey management. You heard it here, folks. If you want to get Joey a really nice gift. <laughs> yeah. I, I It was like just a little too much money for what I thought it would be. Like 20? Maybe 15? even more than that. I don't have my phone. Do you have Steam on your phone? Yeah, I do. Search jockey, not the underwear kind. I'm going to just search image search for jockey. Jockey Rush? No, that doesn't sound right. Well, that's the first thing that came up, and that is take the role of a jockey and ride race courses. Race courses? Race courses, one word. <laughs> ride race courses around the world, aiming to build your reputation, become the number one. Oh, it looks fun. Look at this. You just see horse butts. Yep, that's not it. <laughs> that's not the one. But you're going to get that one too, right? No. Yeah, you are. No. Yeah, you love horse butts. It's not Jockey Rush. What is it? Here, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll find you next Rocket time. Jockey? That's not it either. Rocket Jockey sounds also bad. Horse Management Sim. <laughs> horse Management. All right, Ari. Found it. We did. 
It's nothing like you described, but we found it. Here, get get it. I clicked it. It's not getting big. Make it big. Make Starters big. orders six. Apache chief, make big. Make big. Starters order six is an in-depth Sexy. horse racing management simulation. Train your string of horses and race around the globe. Build up your stable and breed new horses. Ugh. Take the role of the jockey and ride in races with Oculus Rift support. But not Vive support. No. Yeah. Well, you could maybe play it. <laughs> maybe. Um, is that it? It doesn't look that much different than that jockey ra- rush thing that I was reading. <laughs> but it's $35. This is the sixth one. Yeah. It's Jeez, the, man. It's the best one. Well, till the next one comes out next month. <laughs> yeah. It's mostly positive, Joey. It's not even like... The only people who would buy this are people who love fucking horse sims. Isn't it still mostly? And it's still only mostly positives. That's like insane because every one of those like Euro Truck Simulator 2016 have like outrageously positive. Because it's so self-selecting. No, no, it's not. Everyone loves the truck simulators because you just get to drive across con- the countries. Because the only people buying them are weirdos <laughs> who want to do that. And the only people buying this are horse weirdos, and they still don't love it. What's the negative? Give, him, give me a negative review. All right, let's see negative. Not um, enough horse dicks. Horse is not sexy enough. Okay. <laughs> let's start out. This is by Ray Rockwood. Okay. okay. I love horse racing, and I am a big fan of the Gallup Racer video. Okay, there's what you want. Gallup that, the Racer. Gallop, is that the one where you're sitting on the actual I don't know. pumping no, that ho- plastic it was, horse? It was on PlayStation 1 and 2. Okay. This game is nothing like Gallup Racer. He thought it was like a, an so arcade if you were game. A fan of that it's not, it says right up there that it's a sim, it's, you fucking moron. It's not. He thought it was a PlayStation 1 or 2 game, man. Ugh. This game is not user-friendly, and the gla- graphics on max setting on our par with a cell phone game. If you like text-based sim Burn. games, you might find something enjoyable here. I want a sim game! But honestly, I didn't bother sticking around long enough to check that part. He didn't fucking play it. No. He played it for... Give me another negative review. All right, let's see one who played it for a long time. Okay. This guy, 1.5 hours. Okay. Mr. Muse. Mm. Despite being the only decent burn, wow, <laughs> attempt at a horse racing game on any platform that I know of, this game is just horrible. The UI Would you say it's horse shit? Ah, yeah. The UI is awful. The tutorial, well, the tutorial doesn't exist other than a few. T- oh, this is boring. This guy goes on and on and on. <laughs> you, oh god, no work on how to get your horses into a race. Oh, there's a demo. Oh, sweet. Yeah, you should try the demo. I'll try the demo. Yeah. What if it's amazing? Then you buy it. I'll buy it. Huzzah! <laughs> I'm glad we worked that out. He can't comment on the VR aspect of jockey mode. I, w- I think that would make me throw up anyway. The I would RRP play of this game, direct from DevSite, is less than it's sold here. I think he's thinking of MSRP. Yeah. But they sell it cheaper from the dev. Oh. They'll do that then. Yeah. Or not or, at all. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah. This guy, another guy played it for almost three hours and gave it a not recommend. How do you play it for that long? <laughs> I don't know. What's That's the, so the longest you play a game that you don't recommend? 20 minutes? Is that your cutoff? Because nah, I feel like you can't even get part. through like the tutorial on some bigger games. Some of the games, yeah. Like, maybe 40 minutes. Mm. I'd say... I Less than an hour. Get to the first fully playable level. And if I don't like what I... Then I'm not going to like it. It's mm. not like it's going to get better. This guy... Holy shit. This guy put in 28.4 hours and is not recommending it. <laughs> 
just got game dot 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 used to love the game dot 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 was very excited to see it on steam now i got this big advertisement for their app spelled t-h-e-r-e that shows every now and then and all my menus stack when i open so this guy's just pissed about ads An update. In game. yeah i thought originally it was me pc but tried to duplicate with <laughs> other programs and it is only this one game seems to be real fragile like every sentence is an ellipse okay it seems to be real fragile yeah okay but uh when we were looking for this what came up was snow horse which you haven't heard uh, about. yeah what is snow horse so snow horse seems to be the predecessor to goat simulator oh okay. it's a snowboarding horse game snowboarding horse okay got it so you're a horse that's no and you're on a snowboard that sounds but dumb. the horse doesn't move it's just like a locked in solid horse onto <laughs> a plank locked. yeah and then you're just like spinning it around and flying it all over the place is it made by the goat simulator people i don't think so oh, okay it's just a good idea that's stupid it's it looks, not a good it idea. looks good is it's, it expensive it's, it's five bucks now i think okay. it's on sale for 525 because it just came out last week i only own goat simulator on an ipad and i've never launched it oh you should play there's so many variants now. i know that's kind of what's keeping me away from you never it. played like the mmo no oh it's so fun i've seen it i've seen video of it i'm like okay i get it <laughs> <laughs> i don't know there's something about it there's like eh. you haven't lived till you've licked everything <laughs> i do that in my real life well yeah. i don't need goat simulator for that that <laughs> what um, else you've been playing anything yeah, but I don't know if I want to tell you about it. Is it Monster Hunter? Did that come out? It's actually not, and I have it. Yes, it did come out, and I have not gotten sucked back into it. Oh, did you wait? Does it does this mean because it's still in the box? No, you actually opened it and played it a little bit, and you yeah. weren't sucked. Yeah, I I launched. I've done a couple missions. You're growing up, Joey. <laughs> no, you know what it is? Is the last one was the first time I've played that game, and it's the what I've kind of heard is the thing with Monster Hunter is. Every current Monster Hunter is the best Monster Hunter, but it's only an incremental, like, oh, improvement. So it blew your mind when you played the last one. Yes. This one's only slightly better. And I put, two or like, 120 hours into the previous one. So why not just keep playing the last one? Well, no, not even that. Because I did, I beat, like, the main quest. Okay. Like, the main big bad in the other one. So this one is good, and it plays the same way, and there's more of the shit I like, but it's, like... You kind of have to start all the way over again. So it feels like I'm playing the same game still, but in the middle of it, you go back to zero. And you have to work your way up to the cool shit again. So I still like <laughs> it, but I'm I'm doing maybe two two missions a week since it came out. I'm not doing five or six a day. You're not playing it while we're doing this right now, which right. is already a big difference. Yes. So it's still very good, and they added a bunch of stuff but it still very much feels like the same game but what i've actually been playing most recently is two games i just installed you must build a boat on my phone hey i've been playing the shit out of that too yeah i, I want to beat that because i beat 10 million i beat 10 million also yeah so i want to play that but more embarrassingly i've been playing another match three game called disney's emoji blitz oh jesus fuck joey god Damn and I've it! Been playing it a lot. God damn it! Um, Are you going to go full zoom zoom next or zoom zoom? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Oh, some yeah yeah yeah. Those things are cool looking. Joey, god damn it! Um, don't fall for this paper. I have not put any dollars into it. Yeah, but you're still in it. 
here's the here's what it is. Bullshit Disney game. There's apparently a Bejeweled game called Bejeweled Blitz, yeah. and I did not know this until after I'd tried this Disney's Emoji Blitz, which I was really hoping Bejeweled Blitz would be the same game. So that you didn't have the embarrassment of playing some bullshit Disney Yeah, game? I could switch over to that one, but Disney Emoji Blitz is actually a better <laughs> game, which fucking sucks. <laughs> but what it is, is essentially... Um, it's a match three, regular match three, but you pick a character to be going into it that when you match that character, it charges up a special power that you can then use to do shit to the board. But the thing I like about it, and it, any game could do this, but no game has, is it's always, like, because of the Blitz name, it's you have one minute, and it's the fastest match three game I've I've ever played. Like, the whole thing is just trying to do it as quick as possible, and shit is raining down and exploding. It feels like a slot machine. Like hectic. Yes. Stimulation. It feels like that. overstimulation. Yeah, that constant feedback loop of, like, shit disappearing and numbers going up and it's going in your face and you're earning more money. And then then it's over and you're like, you you get a pretty little little (laughs) princess that you won. Yeah. Well, the the free-to-play of it, it's fucking brutal. But... Like, the way I've gotten myself to play it is it has lives, it has coins, it has gems. So you are you have a timer that auto-generates your lives, and you can only have five. Yeah. So it's a five-minute break. I play the five lives I have. And that's it for the day. No, it's not even for the day. It's like for, like, they'll they'll recharge again in an hour. Oh, wow. So every time I launch it, it's only for five minutes, like, when I need a break at work. And I, I do the slot machine, and I get the money, and it has goals you can do, and I do all that shit. And then, hey, do you want to buy more lives? I'm like, nope. <laughs> Close the app. So I, I showed it to Kim, and she's been playing it too. And it's just the right amount of game, like the enjoyment to time spent without putting money into it. So it just fits in that super tiny thing. Well, I have actually been playing it less now since I installed You Must Build a Boat. I was just going to say, like, I understand that, but you can get the same thing out of you must build a boat. And you must build a boat. <laughs> I know. Because if they tell you after every level, you I, must build a boat. I like the way that Emoji Blitz feels more than you must build a boat. Yeah, if, I get that. Because you must build a boat's not necessarily quick. And it, it almost feels like in the transition from 10 million to you must build a boat, they made the game slightly harder to like there are less matches like everything looks better in you must build a boat the tiles look better the graphics look better there's more game to it but the uh 10 million it was like you can constantly match stuff over and over and again there's been times in you must build a boat where it's just like i have to get rid of keys now because there's literally nothing else that i can do and well, so it's and a little slower. The the way you match in those games where you can slide all one thing all the way across rows yeah. or up and down, left and right, is for whatever reason, that's way harder for me to see a match. I don't know what it is. But going to back to Emoji, that I play with two hands. So like I have left thumb controls like the left three columns, right thumb controls the right three columns, yeah. and it's just constant. It it feels like I'm getting a ton done. You must build a boat. Feels like there are dead spots where I'm just like I can't fucking see anything. Yeah, and I know there's got to be something here because. But it's, then it's more satisfying when you find something. It is. I I don't know. I think you should try it. 
even though it's fucking embarrassing. You should try it just to see what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I'll watch a video, maybe. No, you don't get the same. You don't get the tactile-ness of it. And you can be Wally. I, I got Kermit. I don't like Wally, man. You don't? No. Why? It's it's a mental block that I have where I just like can't give a shit about robots having emotions. Now it might be anti robot of me, but robotist. But they're just they're they're fucking robots, man. We're never gonna program them to feel emotion. Why would we do that? Like we'll we'll program them to fake it. They didn't program to feel emotion, Ari. He well, then it. they couldn't have fucking emotions. He learned it. He didn't learn it. It was it's personality. Dumb as fuck. Ugh. Yeah. So me. I, I just me. and then. What like? Why is he gonna want to get sexy with this other robot? Like, where would that instinct come from? Because it's not a survival instinct. He just likes her. I don't. Who, it's a friendship. Uh, no, they were insinuating there was more than friendship there. I mean, they could build something. They an apparatus. But they could do that anyways. Like he could just build oh, stuff. Sorry, like, stop talking about this. You're gonna make me sad. No, I just I robots, <sighs> man. It's 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 just, it's it, a mental block that I had for a, many many a movie, but Wally it's most pronounced. Oh man, Wally's my favorite Pixar. I know. I've seen your collection of Wally shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> Don't you get sad by the fat people? Yeah, a little bit. But I, I mean, it, I've you know they all die at the end, right? Or they get back on that ship. Yeah, and leave. leave. (laughs) Fuck this. Five minutes later, if they kept showing it, five minutes later, everyone's back on that ship. (laughs) No, I totally get it. They have their weird, like, jelly feet. (laughs) Can't can't deal with this gravity. (laughs) Why deal with it, man? You got a floating thing. Yeah, and then the robots take care of everything for you. Let them fuck if they want. I don't care. (laughs) Um, Real quick before we go into our our selected games, uh, Black Sea Odyssey is out, out. That's the space whaling. Yeah. And I played that in early access, and it's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. I don't know if I talked about it in depth on the show before. I think you mentioned it. I don't know that you got I liked it. it a lot, and it's finally out, and it's very good, and I showed it to Kim, and it made her sad. So <laughs> <laughs> you should play Black Sea Odyssey. Uh, and then I also bought RimWorld, which Rim sounds job? sexy. Um, it, the one thing I will say about RimWorld, it's, it's supposed to be a space version of Dwarf Fortressy type of thing where you, you issue the orders and then people, if they are able, will go do them. So you don't directly control like an RTS. Yeah. But it's a base builder still. They're hard ripping off of uh, Prison Architect, art style-wise. Like, hard, hard rip. And that almost made me not get it. Yeah. Because I was like, this feels like someone doesn't have their own ideas. We know how long it took Prison Architect to come out. Yeah. We know how much work they put in that. And Prison Architect still looks better, I think. But this is somebody trying to do their best impression of it. Yeah. The only thing that made me... So the pitch was, what about Prison Architect, but in space? In space, with survival-y stuff. Um, the, what got me into it is people saying it was like a more accessible dwarf fortress. So I put in for it because it was 10 bucks off or whatever it was. Yeah. And it's still uh, like a top seller on Steam, but that was just weird to me seeing, seeing that. But I digress. Play Black Sea Odyssey instead. It's very good. <laughs> okay. okay. So we're going to uh, now give away a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. Steam code. So you just enter it in your Steam. You get the game. thing we ask is that if you get a game, that you send us a review either in uh, Twitter form at WazPod or you can send it to WazPod at gmail.com in long form or you can post it on the Steam group, the Waz Steam group. Uh, just 
Send us something. Let us know you got it, and let us know Send us if it's good or if it's bad. But that's, you know, free game. Um, so since we were talking about the uh, heavy hitter horse game of the century, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, let's give it away. Probably Secret the biggest of the magic fucking crystal. <laughs> I think that's what it's written on there. Joey, <laughs> you sure you want me to give this away? I already have three copies of it. All you right. can give it away. <laughs> All right. Buckle up. Uh-huh. Everyone ready? Yep. Y D L P C J R two zero R W L J F seven. And that, my friends. Is the secret of the magic crystal? Raise that horse, prettiest pony. Okay, everyone get that. Everyone entering in the secret of the magic crystal. Just, just leave this on. Rewind and go go back and and get it. Don't pause. Just go and go and get it. Yep. Come back later. Mm -hmm. Okay, now. Uh, now that those morons are all going to get Secret of Magic Crystal, I'm going to give away a real game. <laughs> okay. Let's give away something awesome since people had to deal with Magic Crystal. How about Rocket League? Oh, okay. That is a great game. It's very good. That's probably one of my favorite games of last... Was it last year? I think so, yeah. Yeah, one of my favorite games. Truly you still play excellent. it a lot? Not a lot, but I'll usually only on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And um, I got it on computer. When I'm well. downloading stuff on PlayStation, that's usually when I'll boost it up. Like while you're waiting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's still very good. K F nine R X C Q E three B nine A E nine R. Now uh, we all know at this point what Rocket League is, and we know it's awesome. But still, just send us your thoughts. If uh, you made a particularly cool car you want to talk about show us your rims if you were in an epic match you want to talk about just you know send us some thoughts about rocket league if you have some fan fiction involving maybe some of your best friends who are playing rocket league and then have sex send us that too (laughs) can you put like um words on a flag or anything like, not that I know of. Oh, there's nothing you can customize with like your name or your text. Or I, I, not, not that I was going to say if you if you can, then you have to write around with like a Wazpod flag or something. But yeah, I don't think you can. Oh, maybe the actually maybe the PC version. There's like I, some I Steam no Workshop shit, but not on the PlayStation one. Okay. Um. So yeah, Joe, you want to talk about a marquee game? I do. What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about Tumblestone. Oh. I have two written down, but I'm going to go Tumblestone instead. All right. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> um, all about the puzzle games this week. Um, last weekend, Kim was at her sister's wedding, and I wasn't because I was working. Yeah. And it was Saturday, and it was me and the dogs, and it was fucking hot. And I just got on the couch, put Walking Dead on for like six hours, and played Tumblestone while it was on the TV with dogs. And just... What, do you, what were you playing it on? My laptop. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, just being a complete piece of shit, and it's the perfect game to just zone out and click stuff. And you're a sausage. <laughs> only in certain modes. <laughs> Tumblestone is—it's a very simple idea, and I think, weirdly enough, what I think got me to buy it is the name. I think that is a very, very good name. Tumblestones. Yeah, Tumblestone. It sounds like uh, one of the hobbits who is living in the Shire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like. The the look of it reminded me kind of of a, a Meteos, where you have the grid of bricks above you, and then you you 
like I, I watched the thing and I had no idea what it was. All I knew is that it wasn't coming down in price because I've had my eye on it for a really <laughs> long time. And all the reviews for it were very, very good. Which, so to me, even when you booted up and when I looked into it, I, I, it, I like puzzle games. It does not attract me at all. <laughs> like, I am turned off by looking. Like, it looks like a shitty, uh, like, little kid's game. It does. Like, I, it looks, I don't know what it is. It looks like it could be in the Putt-Putt universe. Maybe a little bit, just because of the art style. It's so soft and cartoony, and mm-hmm. like the blocks look so frowny and happy, and like they almost remind me of the faces on, on the Snood thing. Snood. Back it in. looks exactly like Snood. Yeah, that's the game I was trying to think of when <laughs> you boost that up. Yeah, it, it. I yeah, I played a crap out of Snood. So Tumblestone, briefly, is you have these columns of colored boxes above you, and you are a character at the very bottom of the screen. You have to click on three boxes of the same color to get rid of them. So you can't. You have to click on blue, blue, blue. And then once you hit three blues, then your pattern will reset and you can click on three more colors. So you have to get rid of stuff in an order that lets you make matches of three, but they don't have to be next to each other. You're not swapping stuff. You're just, hey, here's a blue box. I click it. It goes up to the top. I got to click on another blue goes up to the top and you have to get stuff in groups of three but they can be mixed in with the board so the the game becomes less of making the matches and figuring out the order in which you need to get rid of stuff that's the actual puzzle so there's they say there's like a 40 hour campaign which i'm about 10 percent through right now i got through the whole first world 40 hours is a lot of campaign yeah it's well it's they have more uh, puzzle game that's awesome yeah mario map style shit yeah so it's I got through that whole thing, the first one, um, and then they added a new mechanic that I fucking hate, but it's fine. Like <laughs> they, I think they will save a huge new mechanic for each world. Seems to be the way that they're going to do it. Um, and then there's a couple arcadey modes. There's a multiplayer mode. Does it, that game have a demo? Seems I don't like think it so. would. I don't no? think so. Oh, okay. Where um, there's there's like a puzzle race mode where everyone gets the same puzzle. And you can restart it as many times as you want, but you're racing to get to the top. And then, that's cool. Yeah, you get like the best of three or whatever. And then, is there a mode like in uh, Bubble Trouble where, like, you know, you can hit blocks that fall and go onto the other person? I don't know about going onto the other person's. There is a mode that's endless, but there's no interaction. I I don't know if I I've not played versus. I need oh, okay. you to install the key, but um, the game was like twenty five dollars which seems expensive for what this is, but they do have another pack where you can buy a $10 version that gives you multi the multiplayer modes. Yeah. Multiplayer only. And yeah. then you can upgrade to the single player story for another 30 bucks for another 15 or whatever like okay. the difference is. Um, but I bought the full thing, but in both modes of that, you can generate steam keys for friends. So I don't know what if like, I don't know if you'd be able to launch the code I gave you, and play multiplayer with anybody else. We'll, we'll find out and do an update on the yeah, next show. Yeah. I, I mean, I know they they probably ran into that that issue, like with most of these. That hey, we have a multiplayer, a game that's really good multiplayer, but not enough people. So you've been playing the the campaign mode, the yeah. forty hour campaign mode. Is there any kind of serviceable story, or is it just? It's dumb. I, I buttoned through a lot of okay. the story. It's like you start as a a fair or a Cleopatra, yeah. and she's getting through. And just, 
trying to clear all these tumble stones because she wants to make a salad. Like, it's stupid. <laughs> Do you think it would be a better iPad game? I think the tactileness of the key, of having keys, keys? is good. Because okay. when you get in the mode and you're going quickly, I feel like that would not be as fun with a touch screen. Okay. Because a I'm lot like, of games that look like that. Because all you need are left and right and space bar. Yeah. Left, left, right. Like, it, you can get through it really quick exactly what you need need it to do. Um, so I prefer it to have a keyboard. But, I mean, it'd be fine. It just probably wouldn't play as fast, which... I feel like with this game in particular, <laughs> trying something quickly and it not working is less frustrating if you can get back to where you were in five seconds. Yeah, um, It's a very odd thing to bring up on here, but I really like Medios. Like when a puzzle game hits me, it hits me hard. And I've already put in more into this than I thought I would. Um, but it might also be part of me being into the match games on my phone recently. And this felt like something, like it just came out on PS4, I think. Um, That's like how I got into uh, those spelling games for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it, I think July twenty sixth. Sometimes you just get like hit by a, a dumb weird. It's like a weird niche. Like, your brain switches into that, and it's like, whenever I want to not think, that's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. And you can just kind of zone out, and you know, because it's not timed or whatever, I was able to watch important parts of a show. And we're like, all right, they're just like wandering around. It's it's Walking Dead. I'm just trying to catch up on Walking Dead before I find out what the spoiler is for this. You don't want to just watch or read the Wikipedia page? No, I'd rather watch it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Someone should make like, okay, here's the five minute cut of that show you love. Right. It costs you like ten cents, but I'll let you watch it then. Oh, you charge people? Yeah, for charge like, like 10 cents. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it would be illegal as hell. <laughs> it's like, okay, I got that. No commercials. It's just all. It's just None a super cut, around. super cut of all the main characters dying. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then occasionally making sexy on each other and then dying right after. <laughs> or while. All right, what do you got? I want to talk about a game that would not seem like a game that I would want to talk about at all. Okay. Um, but it's, is, it, is it Magic Crystal again? It's like, magic. <laughs> we're going back. You guys know about ponies? I love ponies. Uh, we, we knew that, but... <laughs> no, there's no crystals, but there's plenty of magic. Whoa. No, the game I'm talking about is Echo of the Wilds. The reason I would not be the one who would be the target audience for this is because... It's kind of a survival game oh. mixed with an art-ass art game. Like, it is the hardest art game <laughs> of art games, and it's like still really goddamn cool. Something about life and and experiences of the whatever. You know what? It kind of reminds me of uh, Lone Survivor. Do you remember really? that? No. Or Last Survivor? What was? It was like a side-scrolling horror game where, like, every once in a while there'd be, like, an interstitial where you'd be, like, standing at a party... And everyone's faces would be like black, and he'd be like, "I feel so isolated and alone. What's going on <laughs> Gross. here?" Gross. Yeah, it was. I hated it. I hated it, but it was really popular. Okay, no, I, uh, the Long Dark. No, I I could have swore it was something like Lone Survivor. I'll look it up later. Anyway, okay, it's side scroller. It's, it's not a game I recommend, so I'm not gonna like. 
Oh, no, you're not talking game. about the one you're talking no, about. No, no, no. Okay. The game that I like, though, or Echo to the Wild, Echoes of the Wild, is uh, it's you can kind of set the level of survivalness. So it could either be story mode only, story uh, mode with survival, okay. which is what they recommend, or endless survival only. No story. No story. Andrew, okay. Okay, but the story, like the art, is really weird and trippy and cool. Like it, uh, there's a lot of iconography that looks like or characters that look like uh, Sweet Tooth from the Jeff Lemire book. Oh, cool! You know where you're like a dude. I, with this is really big antlers. driving me crazy. I can't place this game in my head. I feel like I would have seen it. It's it's the same guy who made Strayma. Do you remember? They sold him in a pack, I think. Even Strayma. I'll I'll show you a. Oh oh oh! Is the, the thing with the. With I'll the, show you a picture right there. Um, it's a really neat. Uh, is Strayma the thing with like the big blue weird monster faces? It's like a big pink monster face. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think I might have that then because I bought the pack. It's K is is the guy who made them. It's C A I Y S mm-hmm. K is, mm-hmm. um, which is just some British dude. They did three things, right? Yeah, he's done three things. Yeah, I got um, that pack too during that last sale. Yeah, I, mostly so, for Strayma though. But the, the the games are like the the art style is so bizarre and weird. There's parts of it, it it's kind of like pixely, but it's not like traditional pixel looking. Right. Um, at certain points, you have to learn about um, items that you can then craft, and the process of learning it it looks like the end of uh, 2001: A Space Odyssey. Like your head's there, and things are just like exploding in color and in light, and like all this like forest knowledge is sucked into your brains. Um, Weird. So it's, it's, it's an interesting uh, balance of like, you got to get wood to build a fire every night, or you can harvest some other stuff uh, like mushrooms and um, fruits. And you can get knowledge. Like if you, you come upon these mystery altars in the woods and then you can give them fruits and then it turns into knowledge that the altar bestows upon you that you can then build hammers and stuff like that. Um, But, the art aspect is it's very cryptic. It's like you okay. come across all kinds of weird stuff in the woods. Uh, you you basically you have a map that's a three by three grid, and you can explore these different parts. But if you fill up, like you go to the top right, when you walk over there, that then turns into a mountain land, and uh, then you can go back to the mountain land. But you can also choose to forget that a mountain is in that top right, and then explore it again and find some place completely different. Oh, weird! So you're kind of like shoot managing the areas that you want to have for your um it seems weird you can just change the it's super like everything's kind of ephemeral and bizarre okay but it, it leads to the story too but it's fun to play i like it okay like it's it's cryptic without being like i haven't now i haven't beaten it yet so it could be that the ending just like pisses me off <laughs> but it seems possible. to be building I, i'm gonna say right now there's gonna not be a satisfying ending <laughs> i i think that's probably true but there's enough of uh, the crypticness is done in a way where it's like you come upon a mysterious altar and there's obviously some part of the story that matches this altar. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what it is, but I, I wouldn't even care if there was. I'd just be like, oh, this is neat that there was a thing here. That would piss me off. Why? Because then it's just like you're just building and lost. You know, oh, there's a polar bear on the beach. <laughs> okay. Because it's cool. Yeah. Like, I don't want to play that. I want to look at that as a picture, but I don't want to play that. You know, like, I'm cool looking at, like, Salvador Dali, like, surrealist shit, but I don't want to experience that through a game that I become invested in. This, it feels, and the fact that there's a story-only mode, 
There's probably a plan. There's there. a plan. And already I've seen parts of the plan come to fruition okay. through the playing. Um, but it's it's like, you know, you're haunted by weird specters of like um, sweet tooth, deer looking people, you know, that are chasing you. And you, you'll like go to sleep at night and then wake up some completely bizarre place and be like, how did I get here? What is going on? Which is like, it's really cool that you don't feel in control, but you don't feel like it's to no end. Okay. And the 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 music is is good. The the all the the menus and stuff like that are written kind of dipshitty, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, to where you can't really understand totally. Like, for example, the save screens. There's three different save slots, and like it'll say like devoid or like empty or like you know they'll all be empty, but they'll have different phrases to describe <laughs> that. Okay, you know, it's just kind of bullshitty, but. Uh, it's done in a way where at least you can understand everything that's trying to be said. Uh-huh. One one thing that's kind of annoying is um, you have to go to a specific altar for saving. Ugh. Like you have to discover the save place and then you have to go there every time you want to save, Ugh. which is a little irritating. I mean, that's that's like a built-in punishment for death or something, right? That's but death it happens very rarely. Oh, okay. So if it, you die, do you start all the way over? Yes. Oh. But it, it's it's... You know, you have like a water meter, a hydration meter, and a food meter. You you get a lot of give before you die. Okay. Like a lot of give. So at least that makes up for the fact that it's not super easy to save. But there have been times where it's like, we've got to go to dinner. And I'm like, uh, I just literally need five more minutes to get back up to the save point. <laughs> I can't just like turn it off uh, and go. Yeah. I don't, um, I, I don't know if I like that stuff like that, but. I, I I bought that pack. I remember now yeah. that you're talking about this. I bought that pack because I thought that looked good and Strama look, looked great. Yeah, I'm excited to play Strama too. And th- I was just... This is a game that I shouldn't like. Like, it's survival games, which I don't like. Mm-hmm. But it has a story and a finite ending, which solves that problem for me. Most, unless most you play all... Survival Endless games, Survival. Which I'm not going to play. <laughs> yeah. I play the middle one. Would you, if you played Endless Survival, do you still, still think it'd be a good game? Depends who's playing it. Okay. You know... It's not as a survival only game. I wouldn't say that it's um, too exciting, just because it's side scroller, and it's just like okay, I got to pick up the log and then cut that down. It's not like you're building a fortress. Okay, it's more of just straight. You're actually just surviving, or at least that's where I am at this point. And it's kind of like building the rock paper scissor thing, you know, where it's like I need this to get that, but then I need that to get this, and it's it's. I've played Neo Scavenger and I've played Unreal World. Yeah. Both of those are like the hardest corest survival-y things. But it doesn't have it seems like as much of a story to tell. I get bored with that. That's like mechanically that's more interesting to me than See, I like that this had the 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 survival aspect that adds a little bit of randomness and it adds some extra element while you're still working through the story or like if you are stuck on the story you can then just focus on keeping yourself alive and comfortable so it it gave me a lot of avenues of gameplay mm-hmm. but it it still had a framework in there where i didn't feel like i was just almost like wasting my time which is how i feel with some survival games is i just feel like to what end am i doing this right um so i like the balance of it and then just the bizarreness of the art style is so cool uh, it's so different. Like it still is side scrolling, but then you'll get like weird interstitials that uh, are bizarre. The 
you know, you'll you walk through a new part of the forest and you'll find a gigantic totem, you know, of of a giant deer person. You're like, okay, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> and you go up and look at it, and you don't have any idea what it's what it's going to do yet. But there's interaction with it, so you know, at some point you'll interact with it. But it just doesn't matter. It creates a backdrop while you're surviving mm-hmm. that I thought was really neat. Nope, that could be cool. I mean, it wasn't that expensive either. So well, it was in a pack, so yeah. you know, and I, buying Strema in this together was cheaper than buying all three of them separately separately because there's a th- i don't even know what the third one was the, the third one i think is a first person puzzle game um and strema looked like towerfall-esque i believe so the 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 third game is elementia okay which is it's um a first person actiony puzzler so it, it, was, it was essentially free so i don't know every room kind of has a different mechanic you okay. know, where you're jumping first person E from platforms and solving logic puzzles. Um it looks cool too. Like the I haven't played that one. Do you know a lot about this dev? Is it like a a dude? I yeah, from what I understand it's a dude. It's uh like if you go to his website, which is caseware dot com, C A I Y S W A R E. Um basically the bio is it's a guy named Anthony Case, hence Caseware. Okay. But it's spelled normally. I don't know why he... <laughs> like, it's C-A-S-E. Um, he lives in uh, UK and makes homebrew games. Like, I don't think that there's anyone else involved. Huh. Which is incredible because the art is so unique for all these games. And the gameplay is complex enough for these games that it's pretty damn impressive. He's come out with three. Yeah. Um, and he makes them all in Game Maker. Oh, okay. Game Maker Studio. Yeah, I... Strema was on my wish list for a while, and then when that pack came up, I went ahead and got got the triple. And see, I I bought this game just on its own. Oh, and then I saw the pack, and was like, oh shit! And you can complete. Right? Well, that's I I just bought it again, and I assume it did the complete thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Strema looks cool too. What's the name of this one again? Echo. Echoes of the Wild. Echoes of the Wild. Yeah, it's the way that he describes it. The developer is a puzzly narrative adventure featuring randomized wilderness survival which i think is perfect description of how it. much is it by itself you know five no i think it's more than that um i don't let's see it's uh oh because i bought it it won't tell me oh thanks steam um i don't know how much it was but it was fun it's and it's unique and different enough that I thought it was interesting to highlight because it's it's pixely but the art is so much trippier and weirder than most pixel games. Yeah, yeah. It you has know? a little bit of not pixel shit in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that is that is neat. I like suck at people at home, it's neat. Yeah, it's it <laughs> I would go on to Steam and just jump through the the screenshots because it's not really spoilery since you won't understand them. Uh, but it'll highlight just how crazy bizarre. It's eight ninety nine. Oh, eight ninety nine. Awesome. Yeah, which is I think a, a great, um, a perfect amount. Like I, I think it's it's a sub ten dollar. I think it's a good value for sub ten dollars. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. And if you don't like it, play it and return it. Yeah. Because you'll get a feeling for it pretty quick. I, I mean, uh, you won't understand shit. But, <laughs> yeah. Know. I returned a game. What was that? Is this your own twenty minutes or less? It's a 20 minutes or less with an asterisk. It was, I like this, 
but I don't want to be bought in this early. Oh, it's an early access game. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, book of demons. Mm. Um, great style, great look. So you're afraid that it's never going to complete into what you want it to be. Well, I was a little turned off when I loaded it and found out it was game one of a seven part series. Oh, you're telling me about that. Yeah. yeah. So I, you load it up and instead of book of demons being its own thing, it launches this thing called Return to Game. And this company is making this series called Return to Game, which is, hey, we're going to make old school games again with this paper style, which I like a lot. Yeah. So this is their Diablo-ish game, which I like a lot. Um, but you load up the game, and then there's seven altars, and only one of them's lit up, and it says Book of Demons. So it feels very much like... But you said it was like 60 bucks or something? If you Crazy. bought... The entire seven pack from the developer right now for sale, you could get it for sixty dollars. Yeah. Normally it says it's like a hundred and thirty five for all of it. But those games do not exist. They do not exist. But you I bought Book of Demons. So you're for, like kickstarting it through them. Yeah. I bought Book of Demons for fifteen. Um on sale from twenty. So I I, you know, didn't realize that's what it was, launched it. It feel it, it cheapens what that is to me. And it feels like a mini game, even though it, I don't. It's probably not. It just I I was upset that it wasn't sold as its own standalone thing. It was. It's very weird, but it felt like I wasn't going to get my full. I wasn't going to receive a full product for spending that. So did you play it at all, though? I played it for a little bit. Yeah, and I was and like, it, this is fine. Um, it's. It has a weird system that you don't get from looking at the videos where, you know how like Diablo, you're walking through corridors and shit? Yeah. This one, you're, there, it's like tracks. Like how dudes slide. Yeah, I've seen the, the video for it. It looks really cool. But the you know how like... Um, animals kind of come to your track and you kind of destroy everything around your track? Y- yeah, but it's like you can't walk anywhere you want. Yeah. You, you're like slotted and it, you move along the it's slot. It's like Hero Quest almost. Where you, or you're on a grid, but the grid is highlighted where the the path is. Yeah. You can only move on the path. Yeah. And then he automatically attacks stuff that comes towards you. So it's a very stripped-down thing. Um, you don't really control a lot of it. But it, it felt kind of neat and unique. And it's early access. And that's the other thing. It's They say, we've been working on Book of Demons for three years. And there's seven games in this series. Like, I don't know what that means. Like, if they ever bring out all seven of them quickly, I'll probably... I'd buy that pack for $60. Like, because if they're going to treat each one of those as a separate game. Yeah, by the time they end, computers won't be a thing. We'll just have, like, chips in our brains. Yeah, and we'll, we'll be, like, jumping through space. Is it, if they're gonna, is it going to be future proof for brain pewters? I don't know. Yeah. You should ask that question in their comment section. <laughs> <laughs> so, since these aren't going to come out for the, like, 50 years at this point, <laughs> uh, what do you think about brain pewters? <laughs> just. Just tell me your thought process and how you're incorporating Do you support it. window brain pewter or a Mac brain pewter? What if I got both? <laughs> oh, man. What about Windows 4040? <laughs> I don't know. It, it, just, it was more a, a spite return. But then I've spent it on something I'm not stoked about either and couldn't figure out how to return, so it doesn't matter. Ten more copies of Secret of the Magic Crystal. <laughs> well, what it was is I actually tried to return what I bought with it which was the quest. Yeah. And it wouldn't let me, like I went to the order and tried to return it, but I bought the pack that had the expansion with it and was only having me return the base game. Ugh. 
So it's like instead of getting 15 back, I would have gotten like eight back. Yeah. And I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll probably look at this enough to make it worth it. But it's supposedly this amazing old school Might and Magic-esque, like you moving on a grid. Like you, you can push the rotate arrows or forward, back, left, right. And it was this huge game like that for, uh, what are they called? Tablet PCs back in the day. Hmm. And it was still around on iOS, and then they just brought out a version where they redid all the art and modernized it a tiny bit. Yeah. But it still feels very archaic and old. Hmm. And I don't know. I was just like, I'm not going to play this a ton. Yeah, then, I bet it's actually not super fun. That seems like a game that banks a lot on nostalgia. It probably does. But and it's I never been reiterated re- in, in many better ways. I, n- I never played those Might and Magic games. I liked Heroes of Might and Magic. I loved them all. You The ones where you move on the grid? Yeah, I loved them so you much. You might like this thing. But I just bought the the redo of the Might and Magic. Three? Yeah. That's Heroes, though. That's different. Heroes of Might and Magic is the RTS one. Might and Magic is the one where you're first person. Yeah, first person. Yeah. So is this the first person? Or yeah, the... it's first person. Oh, the first person, there's no grid or anything like that. It feels like you're on a grid because you move forward, back, and Not then you in have to Heroes rotate. of Might and Magic. You just can walk free around? Yeah, there's like villages that you can walk around and just, it's open. But this Sometimes one has you're like, in dungeons that are very specific, but you would just walk wherever. This has like... But I mean, you're still, yeah, you're only moving one direction or the other direction. You're not moving diagonally. This has like the keypad on the right on the screen. Oh, if you want to like rotate, you click the rotate button. If you want to go forward, you click forward and it moves it you one tablet. step forward. But I felt like that's how the old Might Magics were too. I mean, you would move... Uh, yes, you'd move in a horizontal or vertical, mm-hmm. but you can like it wasn't like you were in a fixed. It's not like Doom where you're walking in a fixed dungeon where it's like you can only move forward or backwards. Sometimes you were right, right. No, no, you have like an open town. But you an open town that you could go around and move. But if you're like standing above it, you would see a grid that you have to walk. I guess along. that's true. Yeah, yeah. but it, it doesn't feel like um, it's it's not like the other Might and Magic where you're literally fighting on a grid. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The quest. The tactics game. It was a tactics Heroes. game. Heroes. Heroes. Of Might and Magic. Of Might and Magic, yeah. Not Might and Magic. Not Might and Magic. Both of them are fun. I like Heroes more. They're totally different. The only thing they have in common is that the stupid name. name that's confusing as fuck <laughs> that I still haven't gotten. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> right, next up, we're going to talk to Alexi from Frog Shark Games about Swarty. Yeah, it should be Swarty. a good time. I'm sure he'll tell you all about it. <laughs> all about it. Interview time, sorty. So, okay, we finally got to date right. We're good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's funny. I uh, got that I, email yesterday. I was like, oh, man, he totally was ready yesterday. <laughs> yeah, he, no, it didn't even occur to me because uh, 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 when you said, like, oh, Sunday, 6 a.m., uh, my time, um, it kind of clicked. That, right, oh, I could totally do that because you know my girlfriend wakes up at the time to go to work on Sundays, and um, I was like, "Yeah, sweet Sunday." But yeah, you guys <laughs> are on the uh, you guys are on the West Coast, so there's a right. Yeah, we we almost thought it through. Yeah, we got we got the time difference, but forgot to adjust the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how's it going, man? Uh, pretty good. Yeah. Great. Um, well, thanks for taking the time out to to talk to us real quick. We're gonna yeah, talk. No is problem. it? Uh, well, we're gonna call it Sorty, but we've been saying it Swarty over here. I don't I, know. If there's a... <laughs> yeah, I, I can't stop myself. I'm, I'm probably gonna call it Swarty a couple times. 
and I apologize <laughs> unless that's what you intended. And then Joey's an idiot. Uh, that's fine. So it's sorty. Uh, yeah, we call it sorty. Let's let's talk about sorty. Let's. Can you give us the the brief rundown? Uh, yeah. So it's a local multiplayer physics based brawler, and um, it's set in a sort of uh, Aztecian kind of prehistoric uh, ruins. Um, and it's an arena-based uh, kind of party game. You flail around giant weapons and whack your friends. It's kind of like uh, some people refer to it as gang beasts with weapons. <laughs> is it, So would you say gang beast is probably uh, the inciting inspiration? Or were there other games like... Uh, the co-ops of the world and stuff that you guys like kind of drew from going into Sorty. Um, yeah, definitely. So, uh, gang beasts came out actually a little bit into, uh, development of Sorty. Uh, oh, okay. originally Sorty was, uh, very inspired by games like hammer fight. Um, it's like an old Russian game. Uh, Is that the, where you're like a, a flying machine and you kind of have to gotta, swing the... Yeah, yeah, the momentum of the swinging sends the, the hammer yeah. into the other guy. Gotcha. Yeah, like a giant hammer um, uh, or axe or different weapons. And mm-hmm. Yeah, because your game's a uh, lot of momentum shifting mm. like to get the, the weapon or whatever you pick up at the other person. Seems a, a lot of it is getting that feel right where you can swing it, flail it at them with enough force to actually to reach them. I, I can see that, that similarity there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and games like, uh, we were playing, uh, I think, uh, Nar- uh, Star Wars at some point. Star Wars. And mm-hmm. uh, that was a new game around the time we kind of put the prototype together. And um, it's the whole kind of chaotic but and loose, but kind of precise Right. It, you, so it, it's got its own nuance. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, and, and the original prototype for Sori uh, is based off of um, Danny's. Uh, so Danny is one of my uh, teammates. Um, little uh, game jam games he made uh, back, in, back in school or something where it was like a top-down rock paper scissors kind of uh sword fighting game where you could like block parry or reflect okay um and we kind of like decided to be a small game that we could maybe finish fast and uh uh, we put it together in unity and then just added physics and it went on from there (laughs) How, how big is your team now is it still just the two of you um we started off as three uh okay so myself danny and hamish and um at the moment, we're four. Uh, Gordon joined us. He's based in the U.S. He works on AI and some um, some of the console stuff for us, so for Xbox. Oh, gotcha. Okay. The um, I just want to say first the the look of the game is super striking. The uh, mm, the simple like polygon like harsh polygons, but then you have this effect on the map. Um, I, I can't remember the actual term for it, but it's where it makes it kind of look like it's a Tilt miniature. shift. Tilt shift. Yes, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Um, it's it's very, like, it makes you stop and look at it, which I think is, it's definitely what sort of drew me into to reaching out to you guys in the first place. Huh, awesome. Yeah, how did you guys uh, land on the aesthetic that you did for the kind of Aztec ruins 
ish because for you know the, the the arena could really be any anything how did you guys land upon that particular look um i think a lot of um a lot of kind of design decision behind the art is uh based of just limitations of how um like how much resources do we have how much time do we have to um you know produce every asset and um there's only two of us who are working on art. It's me and Danny. And um, basically, Paul, low poly is, I guess, uh, we're both experienced 3D artists. So mm -hmm. for us, it's something we could uh, create faster. Um, but also, it's kind of not focusing too much on you know the details of like, you know, if we had normal mapped super realistic sort of uh textures everywhere would be kind of distracting because the focus is on uh the player and the color right so that you know where you are the game reads um you know readability and yeah so like that kind of like flat shaded look works towards that because the camera zooms out uh quite far when you have four players mm -hmm. which is something we're still uh kind of looking into but Still, the look complements the characters and doesn't uh, distract from it. Sure. So I think that's functionally uh, the, those two things are kind of uh, drive the look of it. I I, th I think it helps it stand out though too because it it kind of reminds me of this this new new retro like without being pixelated but like Devil Daggers kind of did it too where it's it sets oh, yeah. this like era of 3d and then stays mm. with it. Um, but I think it being so colorful, having its, its style that is, it's pretty uniform across the whole game really, uh, makes it feel pretty good. Mm, thanks. Uh, yep, so up. go ahead. Sorry. I don't know. You just noticed devil daggers, that game. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that one that you played when you're, when you're not working? Um, no, when I'm not working, I'll play rocket league. <laughs> Oh, okay, oh, yeah. sure. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but Devil Daggers, yeah, I've, I maybe got p just past a minute. I've really? Never, no. I still haven't hit the minute. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I want to go back to it, but it's every time I'm about to launch it, I just kind of have that moment. It's like, I don't know if I can do this to myself right now. Mm. And I just I, I decide against it, but it's, it's also very good. Um, you mentioned the Gang Beasts and Starwall and stuff like that. And one of the things I was curious about designing these types of games where part of the fun of it is it doesn't control exactly how you want it to. How do you design for that knowing or like trying to find the difference of like it's so hard it's frustrating or it's it's so hard like it's fun because weird unexpected things happen? Like have you mm. got, guys had any weird instances of finding that line? Yeah, so I think Danny would be the better person to answer that. But okay. um, I think the mechanic was there from the start. Um, I mean, now it's really much more polished and there's more nuance to it. But having like, you know, you move with the right, uh, left stick, you swing with the right stick. And then you kind of find the flow of the pendulum motion. Um, and like the circular uh, sort of how do you lead the centrifugal force to keep the spin going while moving around and all that kind of stuff. That kind of just 
emerged from oh, the okay. physics aspects of it. And it's, it, it is uh, hard to get for some people. Um, but given a little bit of time uh, with the controller and with the phys physics kind of analog aspects of it, uh, there's that moment when it clicks and you're like, I can move and flail around and uh, you just like <laughs> go spinning and um yeah it's i you hit those moments with a lot of those games but the like one of the fun parts just shoving one of these at somebody who has no idea what it is yeah it creates hilarious little vignettes yeah we uh the control scheme is um is basically everything is uh everything that's secondary action is uh, it was tricky to design, especially dual wielding, because um, because both sticks uh, are in use. We right. basically wanted it to, because it's such a fundamental part of the game, the, the mechanic is to you know, move with your left and uh, swing around with your right. Um, we didn't want the player to take their thumbs off the thumbsticks. Mm -hmm. So everything else had to be like uh, shoulder buttons and triggers, and then we ran out of <laughs> ran out of options for um, for dual wielding because like it's not like a twin stick shooter where you can just um, sort of take your thumb off the right stick and just select some weapons and stuff with the with the uh, face buttons. Mm -hmm. You can have like keeping that spin going or you know, blocking or moving, uh, aiming in a certain direction could be uh, life or death sort of thing. <laughs> oh, my my favorite tactic so far has just been to pick up a sword and chase after Ari, stabbing it in the air. Yeah, it oh. works surprisingly well against me. <laughs> I haven't I haven't been able to figure that out. But one day I'll, I'll get him. I'll yeah. figure it out. He'll get the, the the circular momentum. But for now, my my crazy stabbing has uh, has served me quite well. Yeah, yeah, if you st if you're stabbing in the air, uh, it it means you uh, need to <laughs> use the right stick to point it in a direction. <laughs> that's that's what we uh, like when we see videos and yeah. Um, but pe everyone gets it eventually. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's it's really fun to see those moments because usually they're like, "Oh my god, if I and then like yeah, go yeah. the other person. You, you see the aha, the click. Yeah. So you guys are now uh, in early access, mm. and you you think I'm, I'm trying to remember what your page said about a year is or just until it's done. Um, so we're hoping about a year. It really depends what the game ends up being. We're actually sure. the other guys are asleep still, and we're about <laughs> to have like the longest meeting today. Oh, gross! Uh, sort of paving the roadmap. Like we have, uh, we have kind of plans for what we want to do but we mm -hmm. kind of need to schedule them properly and sort of uh budget the time and the workload core gameplay is there uh the deathmatch multiplayer is there but we have like a bunch of mini modes um like non-combat related modes that we want to put in we want we have the single player co-op sort of plans um what's kind of the most ambitious um feature that you guys are considering right now but will probably take the most amount of effort to complete so that's uh that's the thing like single player is the most uh, is the biggest one um but being in early access we have to kind of uh 
be frequent in our updates and right. be frequent in our uh, communication with the uh, with the audience and we sort of have to almost design our process around that somewhat so um, because like gang, uh, like if you look at gang base they release an, uh, they're like a local multiplayer uh, game as well and oh, like they have online now but before it would be like You'd maybe gather with your friends a bunch of times a month, maybe, and play it. Mm -hmm. um, so they release updates not that frequently, but every time you do do play it, there's there's something new. Um, so you could just us, start giving people different hats every month. <laughs> <laughs> people will have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, we we do have a cosmetic update in in the works, but it's uh, uh, like character related with uh, I guess clothing and and the different looks. But mm. it's nice. not uh, it's not as important as single player because like letting people um, who maybe can't get people to come over and play be able to play on their own. So the way we're making it is kind of in modules so that we can put together a single player experience. Uh, or like a cooperative experience, we can we can start on like you know you you enter a space and a bunch of enemies you alert them and you fight them and that maybe waves of them come in until you defeat them, and that's that can be like the module one and then right we, then we can work on other stuff like the stealth elements maybe or you know boss fights or something like that and then just string together sequences of kind of scenarios that you can play through. Interesting. Uh, I didn't think about having mm. to design it in those sort of pockets like you were saying like making progress on a bigger piece but getting it out frequently enough that people that have already bought in feel like mm. they're seeing the changes yeah yeah are, are you pretty much done with the the weapons that you guys plan to do or is there additional types of weapons that you guys are still working on there are additional weapons we have the most i guess uh core classes of the weapons um, sure. down uh, but there'll definitely be variations of each, like multiple sorts, multiple, uh, you know, spiky flails. And um, do you just sit on like Google Image Search and try to find the craziest source you can find? <laughs> <laughs> um, so Danny's actually the uh, behind the design of all the weapons, and um, we were, were talking about that just yesterday, actually. And the way weapons come to be is kind of like he tries to solve a. Uh, particular interaction oh, problem okay. or particular sort of way of doing something in the game. Uh, so, like, um, last experimental one was a boomerang, which he made physically accurate that, like, returns depending on the angle you throw it at and all that kind of oh, stuff. Um, so it's not very effective as a weapon, but it's really <laughs> cool to have in the game because it, right. <laughs> it it works and you can throw it and then you can see, oh, it's not going to return exactly to you, so you can run to it and catch it and or you can jump in the air and catch it. And So it's it really is... The game is uh, still in uh, that stage where it's not too far into it that we can mm -hmm. still experiment with stuff, still uh, kind of try things out. Um, like, for example, if you notice the spear that's still quite a very like a very recent uh addition and that came from like a flagpole from a 
uh, capture the flag mode that we have in the works. And um, the flagpole was like bendy and flexible and you, know, you could stick it in the ground and use it as a pole vault just wow, because that's awesome. physics <laughs> kind of just worked. So that's a pretty much uh, like uh, derived from that. And I'm sure a whole bunch of stuff will come out of similar processes. Sure. Where, you know, building something and just something cool happens. Mm-hmm. Um, are you, yeah. How's the feedback been from the early access so far? Has there been any things that have been like a revolution or, oh, I didn't think of it that way type of thing? Or is it just been what um, you've expected? Or Well, the reception has been really good. Um, That's great. We, uh, yeah, like the reviews are good. The uh, We have some really funny Let's Plays uh, from the YouTube community. The feedback is going, yeah, so we started a, uh, uh, we did a little bit of a beta before we launched. Okay. So we had like uh, 300 people sign up um, just to iron out some of the um, issues that may come up. Because, yeah, you get, like, we got to really play test all the things <laughs> before the launch. Uh, and some issues did come up and we fixed whatever we could in the time we had and um there were some issues with the at launch with uh crashes in certain instances but we um we fixed them like within a week it it seems like oh like early access should be the beta because it it is for testing and stuff but still kind of if a person's already buying the game and it's crashing all over the place and it's unplayable then it's kind of not fair totally so, yeah, yeah. yeah it's the, it's um, their first look you don't want them to have a negative uh, feeling towards your game, yeah, yeah. So running a bad amp was a was definitely a good uh, good choice. Well, well, is there any like future updates or plans you want to foreshadow, or just sort of is that what the meeting after this is going to be? Yeah. For? So the <laughs> yeah the meeting after this is what's gonna um, define because we have we have like a lot of Trello boards with lots and lots of little ideas and stuff, and we just gotta decide how long is what is going to take how long is it going to take where does it sit in the overall like picture of the game um right with 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 a game like this in early access how how are you guys ever going to know when you're done when there's like infinite bells and whistles that you can kind of add on and there's always going to be more feedback i'm not sure actually it's the first time we've done this (laughs) so (laughs) well i guess we'll ask you back in a year yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. The game again is Sorty. It's you're on Steam, you're on Humble? Uh Humble Store as well, yep. And you can buy direct from you guys, right? Through uh Yep. Yeah. Great. Well, uh appreciate you taking the time. Sorry again about the the time zone mix up. Oh but, yeah, uh, yeah, that was yeah, glad it worked out. That's right. Yeah, keep us posted, you know, let us know if there's anything to uh to toss out there for uh for release schedules or big updates or anything and we'll you Sweet. know Keep us in the loop. Fun. Yeah, no yeah. worries. Yeah. Good luck with the meeting today. Yeah, good luck with the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Yeah. All right, thanks, Alexi. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Joe and Ari. Do you want to give away one more game before we go? Do you yeah, have any sure. more codes for Magic Crystal? Uh, unfortunately, that's the only one. Okay, bummer. But we'll get more. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right, since we gave away an awesome game, and by that, Secret of Magic Crystal. Uh, yeah. Um, you want to give away a shit now? No, now I'm going to give away just one that I don't know what okay. the fuck this is. Uh, Joey... Do you know what Deadly Premonition is? Yes. Damn it. Okay, well, 
director's cut. Damn it. It is a director's cut. Mm-hmm. That's the, that, that was the one that had the most generic of generic-ass names. Yeah, I know what it is. What do you think it is? Deadly Premonition. I think of it as a game where you're um, side-scrolling, and it's a horror-like Castlevania-type game. It is like Resident Evil. Oh. It's it first is, person? No. It is, it is a tank control... Um, Resident Evil-ish type game that is, you know the cheese of Resident Evil 1? Yeah. It's like they did that. That's where I learned what the Moonlight Sonata was. Really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The cheese of Resident Evil 1, but like to a way more Japanese degree. Like, they re-released Deadly Premonition as this director's cut because it kind of got this cult following for being so weirdly great. Okay. But it's not a great game. Well, let the let the people decide. But it's a great game. So four two nine zero B B five R two W V Q eight eight zero. Just let us know what you think. I owned it. That's why it's on that list. I had it. Is it weird? Is it good? Is it bad? Did you play it more than twenty minutes? Let I us think know. I think it's like a bizarro world's interpretation of what a Resident Evil game should be. Like someone's younger brother told them about playing resident evil and then it's like okay i'll make this <laughs> yeah and it's just the their the choices in it are so left field sometimes that it feels good sweary you know who sweary is right sweary yeah no okay well he's a weirdo okay he's he's like the guy that did um what's the other guy who all he does is weird shit like the boner uh, everything you're saying is nonsense to me right now Joey. uh you know, the boner, the guy the gun, who does weird stuff? The gun that's called the boner from the game uh, that's that plays like Resident Evil 4. Um, he has a gun that transforms, and it's called the boner. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Shadows of the Damned. I never played that. Do you know what it is? No, I've never heard. The boner? Yeah, the no, boner. I've never. <laughs> the Wait. The boner. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, uh, um, he did Killer Seven. Okay. I know that guy. Uh, no More Heroes? Yeah. What's, yeah, that? yeah. What's that guy? I don't remember what his name is. Well, he's like that. He's like a guy who's known for making like weird shit. So Sweary made Deadly Premonition and he did D4, just like Dark Dreams Don't Die. Okay. And he's like kind of become like a weird Bruce Campbell y type video game maker, man. He's it's like, your Japanese, stuff's not awesome, but Japanese we love it still. Cliffy B. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we love it, and we shouldn't, but we do. <laughs> so, there you go, guys. Ari learned something. It. You learned something. I kind of wish I didn't, but... <laughs> yeah, Shadows of the Dam played like Resident Evil 4, but it was a weird, bizarro version of Hell, and the gun was like his sidekick main character that talked, and you would get shit for it, but it would... That sounds fun. I mean, I loved Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Well, so it's, if it's, it was just more of that... It's a, I'll let you borrow it on PS3. It's a fucking weird one. Yeah. I think you should play it. <laughs> now, now, especially. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been another episode of Wazd. Uh You can join our Steam group. If- Twitter, WazPod. You can uh, friend Joey or I on Steam. Jo- Joey is at Clockface. I'm Dibno, D-Y-B-N-O. Um, but yeah, don't message us and expect a response because we're usually playing games. Post <laughs> or, or just not there. Yeah, or not there. Post stuff on the on the group and we'll we'll be able to get to it a lot easier. Um, visit all the other Explosive Magico shows 
on the Explosive Magico Prime feed or explosivemagico.com. You can find stuff like custom episodes. Yeah, we got shows. She got some shirts. Shows and shows and shirts. Got some other cool stuff. So, um, yeah, check out the whole Explosive Magical family. Rate us on iTunes. We I don't think we've talked about that in a long time, but oh yeah, that's super helpful. We will have probably around this time too, if not already, started our second crapatorium. That's true. Yeah. So if you join, if you're only listening to this on the Explosive Prime feed, uh. Also subscribe to the Waz Pod feed because we post our Crapatorium, which is our like video. We we played through Gender of, Bender DNA Twister Extreme with Kim. Yeah, and so we'll have some other stuff that's only posted on the the Waz only exclusive feed, but not won't be cluttering up the Prime for people. Yeah, you know. get some interviews. Yeah, some videos stuff on there. So. Uh, we'll we'll have Candice DeBebe's incredibly trick lifestyle. Yeah, so starting soon, if not already. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or that might be very short. We have yet to launch it. We don't know how long that series will be. <laughs> <laughs> Could yeah. have one episode and be done with it. But now we actually have a recording, uh, game recording set up, so yeah. it'll be a lot easier. We'll be able to do a lot more. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Sign us out. Uh, hell yeah! I don't know. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah.